You're listening to the KB Podcast Network. <laughs> Coming up on this episode of the Kingdom Bringer Podcast. And it's just like, I'm, I wanted to let that person know that I was following the leading from the Holy Spirit through another friend of mine. And then all I'm doing is opening a door. I'm willing to walk through it. Do you want to walk through it too? The idea that, that God can show you something that the enemy can also show you. And one spurs you on to trust and obey. And one spurs me into a spiral of guilt and fear and shame or anger, you know, or burning bridges. You know, I'm going to isolate, I'm hurt, I'm whatever. I'm going to go spend time with God. I'm like, you know, I feel like I spend time with God all day long. Hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Kingdom Bringer podcast. I'm your host, Darren Eubanks, and today I'm excited about this episode. I had a good chance to sit down and connect with a good friend, Josh Littlejohn, a friend to the podcast. It was his third or fourth appearance on the podcast, but we had a conversation via Skype, really had some interesting discussion about relationships, about conflict resolution, kind of fell into the same vein that we've been on for the last three or four episodes of this podcast, and it was a good one. I want to talk about a couple things real quick that Josh talks about in this episode. One of them is Safe Time. It's a ministry that him and his wife, Nacy run together, and you can find out more information about Safe Time, where to sign up, how to share it with your friends at joshandnacy.com. I will have that information in the show notes. And he also talks about an event, uh, a ministry that his friend Michael McIntyre in Dallas, Texas runs called the Next Level Experience. You can find that, you can find more information about that, what it is at NLEbegins.com. That's NLE, like next level experience. NLEbegins.com. They they have a an event coming up in November. Uh, November 8th weekend in Canyon, Texas is the next next level experience. You can find that on the website. Sign up and register for that one. They also have one in January, I believe, coming up in Dallas. You can find all that information at nlebegins.com. And like usual, if you guys want to do me a favor to rate, review, subscribe, and share this podcast with your friends, that would be a blessing. I would really, really appreciate that. If you're interested in giving, you can financially support what we're doing here at Kingdom Bringer. You can go to kingdombringer.com and click the donate page. There's an easy link to push pay where you can give a one-time gift or a monthly recurring gift. Either one would be amazing. And I would thank you guys in advance for that. Check us out on Apple Podcasts, Google, Stitcher, Spotify, wherever awesome podcasts are found. Share us with your friends. Leave us a rate and review on Apple. That really does help. And we would like to see that. We'd like to give you a shout out for those of you who do that as well. So 
Thank you for that. Also, don't forget, if you have any questions or comments, you can shoot them my way to Darren at KingdomBringer.com. That's D-A-R-I-N at KingdomBringer.com. I'd love to hear from you. I'd love to respond. Let's get a dialogue going. You guys are amazing. Here is my awesome conversation with my awesome buddy, Josh Littlejohn. Enjoy. No, I'll talk. Are you ready to right now? Yeah, go for it, man. Let's talk okay. about relationships. Yeah, I'll talk about. Let me tell you something that happened to me a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. And so I was uh, at this at this event. I was helping with this event. It's called the Next Level Event that my friend uh, Michael McIntyre puts on, and it's like this three day, really intensive. I don't know. It, it's hard to describe it as a three day deal where you're confronting things in your past and what you're going through now, but also like, what are your goals and your future and what's in your heart and what is, what has God put inside of you to do anyway? So I had been through the program two years ago, but, um, I had, he asked me to come help with the latest one they did. And so I was just walking in there like, ha ha ha, I'm going to help. And, you know, wasn't expecting, well, I just, God just really hammered me through the whole weekend and, and, and God's conviction um, is, is nothing to do with guilt and shame. Like I always know when it's God's conviction because it makes me want to do the thing he's convicting me to do. Yeah, that's good. So, so, uh, so for example, so for example, instead of him showing me a, a poor relationship I have in my life and I feel down about it, or I feel shameful or guilt, which I feel like the enemy, so the enemy, that's the way he convicts us. You know, he's yeah. accusers. He's accusing. Yeah. And so like with our kids, you're a parent, I'm a parent. And with our kids, like, or with Jude, my oldest, he can accuse and say, you know, you're not, you're not being, you haven't, you haven't prepared him well. He's almost 13. And I get the, the accusation is like, you don't have a great relationship and like all these easy things, right? Yeah. You know, what kind of, what have you done to prepare him? What have you done to connect with him? What have you, how are you leading him? What kind of man is he going to turn out to be because of you? Right. Yeah. Very easy to go there as a parent. We yeah. all, you know, have those thoughts at some point. Um, but the way that I receive them can, it's in that manner has always just been a lot of guilt and shame and fear. Right. Yeah. So all this, these words that are coming into my mind are, producing guilt and shame and fear and it's just like okay I'll, some of that may be true right it doesn't matter but that is not that doesn't feel like the lord's conviction to me that's not the correction of a good father you know that's that's the correction yeah, of a crit, of a critic of a critic of a cynical person of a of, a, of, our, of our enemy it's that voice of our enemy and uh, somebody outside and, of relationship yeah 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 yeah. Whereas, um, so I was in this event and I was just getting rocked all weekend and God was really speaking to me about, um, my relationships in my life with, and really they were had to do with family relationships. So I've always, I've had, I have good friends, you know, that I talk to, um, that are here in Texas and Kansas, wherever 
good friends that I can call and talk to for 30, 45 minutes, once, once or twice a week, whatever. Um, but my family relationships, for whatever reason, just we haven't really been that close. Like, there's just a lot of opportunity there. I'm talking to like my mom, my stepfather, my dad, my sister, my brother-in-law, just, and so he was showing me in like, I was just, he, I, and then what I mean by he was showing me, it's just like this strong waves of like impression. Like he was, God was speaking to me. Like, I, I want those to be better relationships and guess who is a common denominator and all those relationships, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah, right. And I was like, "Oh, wait, that's me." <laughs> <laughs> me, me. I wonder. I wonder if there's a, uh, you know, I wonder if that's a coincidence. Probably not. <laughs> Probably and, wasn't the um, Lord talking, actually. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> and but it was this thing where um, it's hard to describe the differences. I don't think I've ever really processed them out, but it was like the way the way those words were coming to me and those impressions were coming to me made me just want to confess them. Um, Jamie Winship has this amazing thing that says confession is telling God what you did or what you think, telling God your truth, you know, may not be the truth, but your, what you perceive. And so it's just like, I wanted to just get it out there. So I actually went to a dear friend of mine who was at the event I went there early and I just, I sat him down or I said, hey man, can you pray for me? And it's like, what's going on? And I just told him, I was like, my family relationships suck. And I'm the, at the center of all those. And they weren't like toxic, but they just weren't much. Right. Yeah. The, the relationship. Yeah. And it, so I just confessed that thing to him. And uh, so, and I wanted, like, it was like when God convicts you, it's like, you want that to come out of you. And you're like, Oh, you're right. And I want to get this out. And I believe power i wholeheartedly believe in the power of confession yeah in fact we're building a big time hopefully it's a big time ministry out of the whole thing safe time is kind of a that's kind of what it is there's for us there's been major power in confessing confessing so you're not telling him he doesn't something he already doesn't know but he wants our father wants to hear that you see it you know or that you um and have that relationship with you that you can tell him Right. So he's a God of relation. He wants that relationship. So I wanted to confess like, and so my friend prayed for me. It was amazing. And, uh, but it wasn't like, Hey, let's just pray. These relationships get better. Yeah. It was like, yeah. 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 And it's like, what are you you praying for you to do something? You know, you could pray. You're going to get off the couch (laughs) for a long time, but it's ultimately your job to do. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, but then, um, the next day, uh, or right after the event ended, I made actual steps and called a couple family members and got, were on the phone with them very shortly after the event in a couple days and confessed to them. And it wasn't like there, it wasn't anything beyond like, Hey, here's the reasons why I don't feel like we've been close. Cause like that can just stir the pot. Does that make yeah. sense? That yeah, can just, for sure. that, that can go back in the past. And all of a sudden you're stirring up all these record of wrongs that we're not supposed to keep. And this is how you uh, make your... me feel. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And those, we'll get into that. Yeah. That's another, that's another part of it. But because sometimes that does need to be done. Yeah. But for these other things, it was merely, especially with these family things, it was merely going, Hey, I, I, I want, I just want to let you know that God showed me that family, I want to value that family relationships are important. 
And I guess we're talking about family relationships for sure in this this part, but yeah. And I want to let you know that I want to be, I want to have more of a relationship with you. And I even confess that I don't know what that exactly looks like, and I'm not sure I know really how. But I I want to tell you that I want more, and I want to I want to tell you that I, I want to try, and you know, and it was just like that in itself. Because I think also you think you need the answer. Yeah. You know, like. Yes. So here's a plan. We're going to talk once every two days and, you know, then we're going to, I've got it all scheduled out and this yeah. is going to how it's going to look. <laughs> and I think sometimes not having that plan or not knowing what the relationship's going to look like can prevent you from actually just making that first step. Yeah. The first step, just going, man, our relationship's not where I want it to be. And I think I'm a big part of that problem. Right. I'm, I'm more than half the problem. I'm willing to admit, you know, I don't even care. I don't even right. care who's the problem. I want yeah. a relationship with you because we're family and it's important. And, you know, Oh yeah. And that's all, that's all it was. And so I had a couple of those conversations and, um, that was enough to like, just break down the walls on for everyone, uh, th- both sides. That makes yeah. sense. It does. It was yeah. just like, I'm opening my heart and being very honest, very vulnerable and not having any answers and not, not even saying I was, I, I wish I would have done this and I wish I would have done it. none of that matters anymore. Uh, it was just going, Hey, I just want to let you know that I've, I've been sucky at this <laughs> yeah. and uh, how can I want to, you know, I want to be better and I'm sorry. And, and you know, it was an, there was an apology involved as well. Yeah. So. Well, I want to talk a little bit. I remember back even before that next level event that you're talking about, there was a situation um, you and I had talked on the phone. You, you felt like the Lord, actually somebody came to you and mm-hmm. kind of called out some stuff that you needed to deal with. And you took that, <laughs> you took that as the Lord speaking through them. I'm, I'm assuming, mm-hmm. right? That was kind of yeah. like the love of the Lord leading you into repentance in that moment. And I remember we had, we had talked kind of leading up to what you knew you needed to do. And it had to do with the relationship. It actually had to do with family again in that situation. But I think for me, this one doesn't necessarily have to be a family when it just so happened that yours was. But I think this, this, this one here specifically kind of goes to, um, I think any relationship that, like you just said, that you want to have any relationship that you want to continue with. And you know that there's something sour there and there, you know, that there's real, feelings in your heart and there's real things that have happened. And I remember I was kind of giving you some wisdom in regards to what I thought maybe you should do or how to handle this. And I think jokingly you had made the comment, what's the point, right? You said, what's the point in this? And you weren't talking about this one specifically, but it was in our conversation of what's the point of, I don't know, reconciliation, I guess maybe would be the word. What's the point of, uh, mm-hmm. pursuing something that you know may lead into conflict is that or yeah i would say yes so just to back up a little bit yeah it was uh, the whole testimony is the whole story is amazing and how god was involved and these other people as well um but but to answer that that question it's it's like what it, let's just say, okay, here's a good example. You, let's just say you know you have something with, there's something in the air between you and someone else, yeah. right? Yeah. 
and and that's just the way i describe tension's a good word yeah there's there's something like you run into the grocery store there's some awkwardness because you know there's an elephant in the room and the reason you know or there's a cloud in the sky when you guys are together or there's because you both know that there's things that are and the reason is is you both there's you both know there's things that's been unsaid yes or you know unsaid um you've got things you want to say to them they've got things they want to say to you most times or whatever and maybe you don't even know what you'd want to say but you just know that there's things in your heart about that person yeah what do they say you feel some kind of way yes yeah Yeah. (laughs) you you feel some kind of way about that person (laughs) and you know they feel that way some way about you too whatever it is yeah right and it could be a could be so many different things and different big things, little things, whatever. And so the whole kind of like the big picture we were talking about is like, okay, but let's just say like you also knew that like you were okay with that because you knew you weren't going to be like best friends ever anyway there you and go. hanging yeah. out and going, going yes. fishing. We're not going to all, all of a sudden start playing catch in the front yard yes. and he's going to be your cop you know, the godfather of your, your kid. Right. Yes. So it was like in my, in my mind, I was going, okay, yeah, I could, you know, with people like that in our lives. Yeah. We could, you know, Hey, let's, let's go out of our way to have like an uncomfortable, let's schedule a coffee or lunch. There you go. Yeah. Not, you know, that's not going to be fun. <laughs> yeah. So in my mind I'm going, so I had kind of falsely put, it could only either be this or that. Either we're either going to be best friends or it's not even worth having that lunch. That's yeah. the point. There you go. Does that yeah, makes yeah. sense. Yeah, because you were you were actually on the brink of stepping into a sit-down conversation, right? Having a meal with this person just to hash to hash this stuff out, as we say. And I Yeah. This was and a I didn't thing. see the point of it. Yes. I mean, I was posing the question genuinely and I was asking God Absolutely. also like Yeah. what is What's the end game of this? And yeah. because I wanted to know, me personally, I wanted to know that this, you know, uncomfortable, awkward conversation, hurtful, or and that was going to be hard to hear as well. Like, you don't want to go and hear stuff that you've done to someone else as well. Yes. That's not fun. Correct, yeah. Um, so it's like, am I, why is it going to be worth me going through this crap <laughs> Yeah. to, for what, if there's not going to be like a... If I couldn't see the answer on the other side as to what the relationship would become, does that make sense? It does. Know. And I think that's always been the question for me in regards to restoration, right? We talk, we hear the word, the the Christian term of restoration all the time. What does restoration mm-hmm. look like? And I mean, I've, I've come to the conclusion that it doesn't look like what we think sometimes that restoration doesn't always mean, it doesn't always even mean, Hey, we're going to go back to the way it used to be, you know? No, and which I think, is the term restoration. It know, is in the, correct in the dictionary. Correct. Yeah, restoring something back to its original state or whatever. But and maybe so, that means your, your own restoration, restoring your own heart, restoring your heart. Was That's before, good. Before, maybe it's not the restoration of the relationship. Then maybe it's the restoration of your heart before it kind of took on either some offense or something. You know, yeah. whatever you want to call it. Yeah. No, that's good. Some bad feelings, some bad vibes. Yeah. And so stepping into that kind of awkward, as you said, 
moment where you know you need to sit down with somebody and talk, what was the thing that we ultimately said the point was? I, I remember saying for myself, clarity was a good thing that you kind of needed to be in because there was some misconception, I think, on both parties, correct, with your situation? There was yeah, probably probably clarity. some lies that needed to be nipped. There were some things we, we like to use our imagination when there's, I think when there's no communication, we're, yes. we're left using our imagination as to what the right. issue is, as to what the person's thinking. And I think that's like the, <laughs> the devil's playground kind of, you know, he, we're, he really good likes at make, we're so good at making up stories. Yeah. I mean, it's almost like our brain is a story making machine at all times. Yeah. Right. And yeah. it's, we all do it. We all do it. Good stories, bad stories that kind of fit how we want to feel or make, you know, in a way. Yeah. You know, no, you I... look at a post, somebody's picture on Facebook and they're hanging out with someone else. <laughs> yeah. Right. Just yeah. a person hanging out with someone else and you got all in, in five seconds. Actually, your brain works so fast. It's probably in a half a second. Instantly. Yeah. You've got, you've got, who must have called who, when they arranged that, what they're talking about, what they ate for dinner at that restaurant. <laughs> you know, I'm telling you, it's true. Was That's, I the subject it, of the conversation? Well, yeah, just whatever. You right. the whole, our, our brains are wired that way, it seems. Yeah. yeah. Um, and it doesn't even have to be bad. It could be good. You know, it, you do it the opposite way, too. Somebody posts, it's funny. Oh, this is, I didn't even think of this, but this fits right in. Uh, a couple, a few days ago, I posted a picture of my daughter on a Vespa, you know, the scooters, the yeah. mopeds. Yeah. And I got like two messages on Instagram. Did you buy a Vespa? <laughs> right. And then it's the other day, like a week or three weeks before that, I posted a picture of this really cool BMW motorcycle um, that I just thought was a cool vintage looking motorcycle. So I took a picture of it and posted it to the Instagram yeah. And I got like two messages. Is that your bike? And so yeah. we also do that. It's not just negative. Like you bought a vet, you know? Yeah. <laughs> and I said, that's true. Yeah. Well, I was telling another friend, I was like, it's, it's fun. You know, it's like, no, that's not mine. This is funny <laughs> because we, you know, and, and there's also you, people use that. Marketers use that nowadays to deceive like crazy. They rent, they rent oh, a yeah. Lamborghini, sign up for my program, sign up for my coaching, sign up for this. Look how, you know, I rent, this could you know, be you. you know, this could be you. Look at the watch that you know he rented or borrowed, and the car that he leased. You know, whatever it is. So we just, so we kind of make up stories <laughs> that we want to believe. You yeah. know, yeah. Um, it seems well, like we make it match what we're feeling inside, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, it's like if I'm if I'm down and I'm bitter and I'm sad and I'm offended. Yes, the story yeah. better look like <laughs> that. Oh, yeah. That actually better be going on, or otherwise I'm like deceiving myself right so it needs yeah. it needs to look because like what i'm not, yeah 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 because <laughs> otherwise you couldn't bear to handle the real truth which is like no it got nothing to do with you yeah you're, you know? you actually took offense <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah so um so with you anyway, i like i feel like the clear so what, what what at the end of the day for you in that we'll just cut to the end of that because i also talked to you after that confrontation happened what did clarity do for you <laughs> when that was, you chose to have that meeting, you chose to have that confrontation, you chose to be vulnerable. I chose, I with mean, that I person. chose, yeah. And to be fair to that person, they also chose to have a meeting. Like, yeah. You know, 
very cool of them. I I basically this is another way that we don't have to do it perfectly. I basically sent them a text that said, "Listen, I if um, I'm not sure if you want to, um, but I think I was told by a friend who I believe was led by the Holy Spirit that we should we need to meet and give a shot at re- give our relationship a shot at reconnection." Yeah. And I said, I don't, and in the text, I said, I don't know what that looks like. I don't even know. Yeah. I don't know what that looks like. I don't know if you want to, but if you want to meet up, I'm down to talk about it. And it was, so that's like very, it's like, we can be very, like, I just wanted to be very honest. Yeah. And it's just like, I'm, I wanted to let that person know that I was following a leading from the Holy Spirit through another friend of mine. And then all I'm doing is opening a door Hey, do you want to walk through it? I'm willing to walk through it. Do you want to walk through it too? Yeah. Without right. knowing where that goes. Yes. That's the bit, other big thing. Yeah. And that's where I was so hung up because I was like, I'm willing to do this, but I'm wondering why am I doing this? But that's where like trust and obedience comes in. And so if I really believe that there is a Holy Spirit, right, which is, you know, we should all yeah. remember that. This is crazy talk. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> I'm being facetious, but you know, like it's just so funny how we have one foot in the world and one foot in in heaven, and I'm like, no, you have to go with it all the way. Yeah, like, right? Is it sound crazy that somebody said the spirit of the God that created the universe told me to go have lunch with a guy? Right. <laughs> <laughs> for, for an unknown reason. Yeah. <laughs> Let's, let's just own it and be crazy, right? And yeah. Let's own it. And then let's not pretend we have this strategy because we're already trusting something that's really a step of faith to believe in the first place. So let's just, you know, this is all hindsight, of course. For sure. I'm kind of preaching to myself now, but. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, but yeah, you realize how nuts that sounds, right? Like, yeah. so, so for then for me to go, get hung up for a couple of days like what is even the point of this you know it's you know we're not going to be best buds and friends even though i know there's stuff in the air that i want to clean up what's the point just so i can tell him how he makes me feel and he can do the same then what yeah <laughs> right and i just didn't, yeah. like i was like i didn't see the point i couldn't see the point at the time yeah that's so yeah for sure. So what, what kind of healing took place for you? Why was that important? Why was that meeting necessary to take place for you personally? Uh, well, first of all, I had no idea how much I needed that meeting. Like I would have told you, nope, that's fine. I, I probably never need to have that meeting. Yeah. I could go on, just kind of seal that part of my heart off. And, it, you know, it's not totally dead, but it's not really alive and open. And that, I'm really good at that. It's a, you know, it's a, it's a thing that I know I need. It's like a warning a red flag for me. I can, I can do that really easily. Yeah. And so what, what God's been working on me lately is just really confronting those things and being brave enough to trust him that, uh, he wants my heart fully open in every direction to everyone, you know, and there's still, there's still things and people that there's still people that I need that to work on that with. But, um, starting with family is probably pretty important. And, um, but anyway, so, Yes. Yeah, so we got together and, um, it's kind of what it was. You take turns and you're just like, I, you know, this is what I saw. This is what I saw. So, or so what's up? And then like, this is what I saw and this is what I believe. And I feel like you did this and that, this, 
okay and then it's like well here's what i believe and here's what i saw and blah 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 and it's it's not well it's really not like that one person talks and you're like well that's not at all what i meant by that or think it happened let me tell and why do you think that and then it's just like so it was an opportunity to like clarify and and talk about and this does not work if people like i think we both came in there very humble and willing to be wrong yeah 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 you need like if you're coming in to just say your piece yeah well not even a motive but if you're coming in just to just to fire off that's to me you're not really you're not really meeting to listen there you go yeah i've got something to say right yeah I've got something to say, but yeah, well, that's great. But are you willing to listen to what that's put right. yourself in their shoes? Yeah. And really, I think a good way I would describe it is that you got to you you got to go put it yourself in the other person's shoes to see yourself and how you acted through their eyes through that time or whatever it was, yeah. right? And then all of a sudden, it's like, so does it mean that what they thought was true? No, right? But you get on their side of the table and you look at what why they thought what they thought. And some of it might have been true. And you're just like, no, you're right. I should have done that better. And I'm sorry, you know. Yeah. Well, but but also, but this part wasn't true. Let me show you and I'll show you why. This part, you're right. I, I blew it on that. And that's kind of how it goes. I think with like, even with a, like a, a successful relationship and a failed relationship, there's two people, right? And so I think mm-hmm. when you have, and I think that's one of the things that I was kind of, I was encouraged. It's, it's always easier to encourage other people to, to make hard decisions. So <laughs> it was much easier for me to encourage you to have that conversation with somebody that you needed to have that conversation with. Um, totally. And I, th- I think that speaks to something too, where not everybody probably has positive voices in their lives that are encouraging them to do these difficult things too. I think, yeah. you know, there's, there's a lot of like, worldly advice in that situation would have been screw them doesn't really matter just move on you know Mm -hmm. you don't need that you don't need that crap if you're not going to be in a relationship what does it matter you know yeah Um, but i think that there's something about carrying the spirit inside of you that is a spirit of reconciliation and is a spirit of restoration that like you said almost it's almost more about allowing the other person like, because yeah. you're, ac- you're actually called to care more about that yeah. person than yourself. Right. Yeah. And so it's a matter yeah. of if nothing else, I'm going to allow this person to experience some healing because, you know, and to get it off their chest. And so that's yeah. not always, it, again, it's not easy, but I think if we're, right. if we're really looking at things outside of our own perspective, and I think you said that putting yourself in that person's shoes, well, it only makes sense, you know, to like, bring what I can bring as far as an opportunity for that person to get something, lift some weight off of their chest, you know? Yeah. And you experience that right at the end. Yeah. And it's, that is true. I mean, you can, and I've seen people kind of take that and twist that and like, I'm just going to go and not approach it from reconciliation. They're just like, Hey, I'm just going to be the bigger man and let them go vent on me. There you go. Yeah. Without willing to, yeah, I mean, I think it's just probably very rare, unless it's an abuse situation. Just very rare that there's not there's not a fault to go around on both sides, you know. Yeah, yeah. And so I think I've seen people like, "Oh, I'll be the martyr," 
<laughs> yeah. Just takes heat just so he can be free. Get this over with. Well, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And so I, I think that's something to watch out for. But, um, but yeah, so it was just like what was discovered from that meeting was that there had been narratives and stories made up on both sides. There you go. And, um, but it, but there have also been hurtful things on both sides that were very quickly. And let me not discount this either. God was very present in the meeting. I had, um, I know I had three or four close friends just praying for that situation at, at the time. So, um, that's, that's not a small part of it, you know, as well. For sure. And so, but I think, um, I think we were just in a place where, I don't know, just life's too short too. And it's just like, you know, there's a maturity level of going, listen, let's, we know we need to talk. You know what I mean? We're yeah. just like, I don't even, I don't even care. I'm willing to take whatever you're going to say. You know what I mean? And yeah. I, cause I know you, we don't have, we may not know what's and the answer is, but we know that this could be better. And, um, you know, I don't, I don't want to, my brother-in-law has an amazing quote that I love, uh, or a way to live. He just said, I think his dad taught him that he'll never in a good way. He's like, I don't ever want to have to cross the street for anyone. Like when I see them coming, there you go, it's yeah. like, I want to live, yeah. I want to live in a way where it's just like freedom. There's nothing. Yeah. Freedom. Yeah. And there's just anything that needs to be cleared up always gets cleared up. Even if it's just your side of the street. Because you can only do what you can do. For you sure. can't force anyone to have a relationship with you, but you can do right by you. Yeah. And you can do your part and just say, listen, I blew this. If you never want to talk to me again, that's great. But you put that ball in their court, you know. Um, so, uh, but yeah, so it. I had no idea how much I needed that um, meeting. And it's just been great since. I mean, it's, it's not hey we're best friends and but neither of us really i don't think needed that or expected that but um it just felt it just it just been really good really fruitful um and uh because family is is forever so you know that's important as well so but yeah that's i don't know did i hit everything you were thinking i think so yeah i kind of want to go back to that conviction of god's conviction as well yeah um I just love I just love that because there's a lot of trust and obedience and love wrapped up in God's conviction and um, the the idea that that he can that God can show you something that the enemy can also show you and one spurs you on to trust and obey and not know have to know the answer and spurs you on to action to make a change and one spurs me into a spiral of guilt and fear and shame or anger you know, or burning bridges. Um, I think it's just a very, just like, it's just for me, how I know that I, how I box, put those in boxes. That's like, that's how I take those thoughts captive and just like file them. It's just like, Oh, that's, that's the enemy. That's not, yeah. that's not the father. Yeah. That's not the father that goes in the trash can, you know? Yeah, that's good. And doesn't mean, you know, it doesn't mean that's fun to listen to. It doesn't mean you don't dwell on it for a little while, but, it's like that goes in the trash can. And um, um, so anyway, yeah. And also, but back to relationships as well. Um, what he also showed me is that uh, they take investment in pursuing it. And it's real easy to, especially 
it, it's really easy to think like maybe like oh, I don't have a lot of close relationships. I don't have a lot of friends. And then I would say, and I, I had to be real honest. It's like, well, how many outgoing phone calls have I been making? You know, how many outgoing texts have I been making? That's true. And I'm having a or I'm having a pity party over here. Um, cause I think the last three months, six months or so, six, eight months, probably I've been, I've been in kind of a wilderness of friends, you know, or just, it's been really like, it, it's been distilled, like they've been boiled down to like, okay, who are actually, and then I think you go, I went, I know I went through times where it's like, you can easily, because all my friends have busy lives themselves, right? You can go through a time where it's like, man, I don't, I don't feel like talk to any of my friends and all do i even have any friends and then the enemy is like really getting you right yeah. isolating isolation is his biggest weapon it's the biggest red flag ever and it makes you you get in these situations where it feels like you're supposed to isolate that's what feels good and that's how i personally know that's when i need to make a phone call or that's text good. someone yeah so it's the opposite of what you're what you what you want to do is isolate and I'm telling you, there is no fruit at the end of isolation. There is none. That's good. And, and, like you can isolate yourself and it's not going to work. But you, there's always, I've never regretted reaching out to someone ever. And not, not even just saying, hey, here are my problems. But hey, man, how's it going? What are you up to? What are you doing? Yeah. And he also showed me that in this, so in this past six, eight months or so that I've not, I just kind of expected friendship to come to me. Like one, you know, it's so easy to get in those habits too. It's like. Hey, nobody's called me in a couple weeks. Absolutely, yeah. Or have you called anyone in a couple weeks? You know. <laughs> yeah. Do you not appreciate being called? Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yes. How do you think that makes someone feel when you call and text them for no yeah. reason? Like, hey man, how's it going today? What are you up to? Literally, that's it. Like, yeah. Cool. Or call you call someone on the way to work. You know? Yeah. And so also just for me he's really exposed it's like no he's you've been spoiled take effort make effort and make effort in these relationships and it's not even that much effort it's like it doesn't equate to like hard work it just means no it's a two-way street yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's a two-way street and I, I really believe that god in different seasons we're either like a hub of our friends or just kind of a, a connector or we're like someone else is in, in a friend group you know what I mean? It's just yeah. like, man, if we don't, if I, if I'm not texting, reaching out, connecting then who is, you know? No, I think that's so. great with the whole isolation, isolation language, because you're absolutely right. It's like, it's our flesh's instinct to, man, I'm feeling something right now. I need to go figure it out. I need to go think about it. I need to go sit in my thoughts and really just almost, and we even use the language of like, I'm going to go figure this out with the Lord. You know, like which I'm going to go spend time important. with the Lord. It is important, but I think we twist that, at least for me personally, it comes down to, I think you had mentioned the word conviction there. And like, we're, we're even afraid of God's conviction. And I think it's because we're, maybe we're afraid that his conviction is going to look like the other conviction. Like we, we misinterpret what God's conviction really is. And so for me, I don't want to face conviction. So. Oh man, yeah. I don't know. I, instead of in, instead of taking my feelings and my issues to someone or to a group of people mm-hmm. to where <laughs> the common denominator may be found out, <laughs> I tend to yeah. 
let's let's figure this out first on the side. And you're right, it never works that way because we were actually, I believe, created for relationship. Like there's a there's a drawing inside of us for relationship with people. And so it's mm-hmm. actually when, when we try to go that isolation route, I, I really believe that we're fighting against what the Holy Spirit wants to do with mm-hmm. with with us on this planet, which is relationships, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's yeah. it's funny. I know what you mean though, because it can be a little bit of a cop out because it's like, hey, I'm gonna I you know, I'm gonna isolate, I'm hurt, I'm whatever. I'm gonna go spend time with God. I'm like, you know, I feel like I spend time with God all day long. So yeah, yeah. like did the spirit of God leave you when you're, you're hanging out with me, you know, and right. like talking to your friends and, um, or it's like, how long do you need? Yeah. I mean, you know, <laughs> like, uh, and so there's, yeah. Or it's just like, do you, is it normal practice for you to go off and spend time with God and not talk to anyone else and then come down off the mountain with the 10 commandments, you, you know? Go. Yeah. And, um, so I, I don't know that I do, know that there are people who swing the other direction though and they um they are like uh, they see everyone as an opportunity to process what they're going through and really they just want to talk they don't really want to listen usually yeah and so it's just like they do the opposite and i'm like you you really probably should sit and think on this for a little while with god it's true you know yep or you or just take it two or three people instead of like you're t- you, you've just told 50 people about your problem in your marriage, right? Yeah, yeah. And you, you may have done a lot of damage in everything you just said, or you know what I'm saying? Or oh, yeah. you just told 50 people about your offense with this other person at church. But you haven't gone right? to that person and so, yet. <laughs> and, well, you either haven't gone to that person or you haven't got, you should kept out two or three people. Yeah. And you guys all like that you respect and are wise because you just sowed a bunch of seeds you just sowed a bunch of seeds that yeah. um, you had no right to do, and frankly, to cut up, cause a lot of damage. Yeah, and uh, it's uh, it's like I've seen both. But when someone goes off the radar for a week, you're just like, um, maybe we have a different idea of God and what what that process looks like. You yeah. know? Yeah. Well, let's talk about vulnerability uh, real quick because for me, this is reminding me of a a quote that I heard a while back that vulnerability is simply giving someone permission to minister to your heart. And so if you, if you think of it that way, and I was spending some time with the Lord one, it was like on a Sunday morning during church one time. And I was just, I was in a situation where I didn't, I didn't feel like I had anybody that I could go to for these issues and these problems. And the Lord, you were, yeah, yeah. I was, I, I was just really deep in prayer and I was really in this kind of a wilderness state, like you had said, And I really, and I was, I was looking for people that I could confide in, that I could go to. And I really felt like the Lord did say to me in that moment, you've got to be vulnerable with me first, meaning you've got to give me permission to minister to your heart first. But I think that when he, when he does that, he is going to lead you into relationships with people. And so for me, the, the, the quote that I heard was vulnerability is in the middle of something authenticity is at the end of it. And so he said, we're called to be vulnerable with a few so that we can be authentic with everybody. Yeah. And that was really cool to me because if you look up and down Jesus's ministry, he had a few, right? I mean, he had, he had three that I believe 
were kind of his inner yeah. circle. And then there was the 12 and then there was 144 and it just grew from there. But I do believe that Jesus was more vulnerable with a few amount of people than he was with everybody, but he was authentic to the whole world because he had a few people that he could, he could be vulnerable with. And so with the vulnerability aspect, how important do you feel like it is for people to be vulnerable with each other, with, with people, with certain people in their lives? How important is that? Super important. I, I, I believe strongly, I believe strongly that there needs to be at least one, two, three people that, that needs to know everything about you. Yeah. Fully just, um, whatever Brene Brown's definition of vulnerability is really good. I heard it the other day, but I can't remember exactly. It's, uh, like being fully seen, fully known, you know? Yeah. And, and these are people that you trust obviously, and people that, you know, want the best for your life. They're going to call you higher, like call you out of a despair or out of lies or, and they want like the best, they want you to like advance in life, you know, yeah. to succeed, to dream, to do, to go, to accomplish. Um, but it's, that's your quote. That's so good. I think, um, being vulnerable, I'm okay with like the broad definition of what vulnerability means. But for me, it's like a, almost a case by case, like, man, I'm in this right now. Mm-hmm. And I, I almost feel like the Lord can bring different people in your life for certain seasons and yeah. certain moments. And it's like in this season right here, I'm going to give you permission, Josh, little John to minister to my heart. You know, yeah. I, I I'm going to choose to be vulnerable with you in this moment. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I did that. So a good example for me anyway, at least what I think you're talking about is when I felt that correction, God's conviction, uh, the couple of weeks ago at that event, I showed up early and had a friend pray with me. But I, but I bared my heart with him. And, um, and I think, I think maybe you can be vulnerable with those two or three people. But when you get that after that being fully seen and that, that wisdom from them and the prayer from them, I think you can be authentic for everyone. You can share those things, but you're just not, it's just how you receive from, yeah, you know, right. So you're selecting who you're going to receive from. Yeah. Um, and then you can be authentic which means probably sharing the same things, but you're sharing it from a place of knowing that you've got, you've already, people that have your back already know it. And so you can just be real. So yes, now that I work out your quote, it's really good. Yeah. You can be authentic with everyone. Yeah. Yeah. It is important. It is important. And um, I've never regretted it. I've never regretted it, but I don't ask enough. In fact, the first thing I said to him was, um, I showed up at his house and, and I was just like emotional crying. I've been crying the last two days. And um, so I said, uh, hey, man, I I don't ask for help enough. I don't ask for prayer enough. I don't know if it's a pride thing. You know, it's a pride thing or just just I'm going to bear it myself. Um, no one needs to know this. I'm good at listening. I'm good at being present for other people, but it's not a big deal. Or it's a big deal, but I don't I just don't think about it sometimes. You know what I mean? I don't yeah, think yeah. about, I don't think about opening up enough. And, uh, and so I just said, I, I, I don't know if it's pride or, you know, I think we probably have more pride than we think, you know, but, um, but it was like so good. And it also want, I want to be constantly reminded to do, to keep doing it. You know what I mean? It's just yeah. It's like, why does it have to just well up into something so big and then ask brothers for prayer? 
you know. How, how much does time hurt that, man? Because, you know, we always hear time heals all wounds. <laughs> eh, not so much. I feel like time, sometimes the longer something goes on like that, the more it's calloused <laughs> over for sure. And so is it is, yeah. is it, some, is it something that you, you would – if you were counseling someone, you would give them advice to, to get this done sooner rather than later as yes. far as have those conversations. Yes. Yeah. You know, I would say talk to your two or three most trusted friends, tell them the situation, understand the, you know, if you're in a place healthy enough to have an adult conversation, you know, we're not going to yell, scream. Yeah. Maybe, maybe there's some of that, but there, there's a, a way to have an adult conversation. Yeah. That's good. Um, then yes, I don't think, I think they just solidifies wounds, you know, it almost like, yeah, it does. It becomes, in, they become entrenched. Yeah. And, and uh, instead of this is how I feel, it's almost like this is the way it is. Yeah. This Time is the way it's always going to be. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And I, right. But Let's, yeah, go ahead. There's also a time to sit on things for a little bit and like, like just like, Hey man, can we, I think people, I've seen people just, also just too quickly and they just think it's like everything needs to be processed right away Amanda, I, I thought i saw you make a look at dinner last night and it's just like and that right. that's yeah, okay yeah. but <laughs> if that's all the time maybe that's something about you as well that's good <laughs> like, yeah i don't know it's like sit with because we can just we can make up stories all the time but let 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 some time play out i'm like is that really true is that really true? Did I make that up? You know? Yeah. And then it's like, I wait for some confirmation. I wait for some confirmation. I'm like, okay, I do need to talk to this person because otherwise you're really just, you remember we talked about the things you believe on social media. Yeah. Um, otherwise you're really just, you're not taking thoughts captive. You're not sitting with them, those thoughts before the Lord. That's good. You're really, you're really just, the enemy's just making you like a tennis player, making you run from sideline to sideline. Yeah. That, and that's, Oh, there's some, that's exhausting there's for that everybody. Person. Yeah. That's exhausting for everybody. You know, being in a, being in a relationship with someone and I've been there too, where everything's an issue, <laughs> like everything yeah. that I feel is an issue. And it's like, that's probably an issue worth nipping in the bud, but not every cut requires surgery, you know? So let's, yeah. let's not make it that way. I think that's good. Yeah. I mean, I think we're, I think we're what we really need to do is if you think something's up with someone, right? Good chance there is. Um, but you sit like you sway, you got to still, or if you think you did something or you saw something or there's an issue, man, is there any other evidence for that at all? You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. It's just like where Macy and I will talk, we'll talk right by your wife, your husband, another friend, but keep it confidential. But then it's just like, okay, hey man, I, you know, I didn't think something's going, but I saw this and that as well. You want to talk or whatever? Um, I think that'll just keep you from running from one thing to the next, like a chicken with your head cut off. Yeah, that's good. We're getting close here. Let's transition real quick into talk to me about safe time. What is safe time that you and Nacy are doing? Safe time is uh, we create we create time we can we create space to be present with people through like face-to-face -face video calls um for them to share anything that's going on in their heart with people that have been there Ma namely nacy and i have been somebody that like them that is just maybe a little further down the road that have experienced we've experienced so much freedom from confession 
and getting things that we were holding on to out of the darkness and into the light. And we're providing a place for people to do that for free with their phone through a video call, completely confidential. And it's not necessarily counseling, um, but it's really we're trusting the Holy Spirit that he knows what he's doing and that he fills those places those cleaned out places that happen in the conversations and he fills them with light and provides them freedom and breakthrough and, and just lets them get past. We all have that thing, right? Yeah. We all have that thing that you, you know, it's not about being forgiven. It's not about being going to heaven. It's not about any of that, but chances are just because of life, we all have that thing. And maybe that thing you've never told anyone or that thing that you think in the back of your mind is still holding you back. It's just like, you're not worried about if you're forgiven or anything like that, but you're just like, I've never told anyone this. And it doesn't have to be just deep, dark secrets, but even if you're just telling somebody that you're lonely, I've never told anyone that I'm lonely and I just want someone to tell someone that, you know, it's, so it's not, yeah. Hey, these are like LA confidential, big secret things. Yeah. It can be, it can be, but it's really just a place to come and open up your heart with people that have been there. And I, I know that was a lot longer than I'm wanting to pitch, like to describe <laughs> no, it. But good, that's man. a good that's a good way to describe it. And so, right now you can go to joshandnacy.com and you can look and you can book safe time. They're 45 minute sessions. Again, they're free. Um, we are in the process of making it a, a 501c3, and so nice. we want to do we want to do this more. Uh, right now we're only doing like four or five appointments a week, but we would like to do a lot more, and we'd like to expand it to where it's not just her and I receiving calls, but we have a network of trusted uh, volunteers that yeah, that want awesome. to want to be in ministry and helping people and loving on people, but on their own terms, which mean meaning time and energy. So I, that's one reason we love it. Cause I can say, I can go to like a Darren, Darren, would you like to sign up? Darren and Jamie, would you like to sign up for to volunteer for two slots a week? I don't know if they'll get booked, but would you like would you guys like to be available, you know, two 45 minute blocks a week to receive listen to people, pray for them? That's awesome. Um, and it's like, so it's like, yeah, you just have no like it, I had no idea how much of a blessing it is. Uh I mean, we pray, we get to hear people's hearts and and receive them and love and understand with them what they're going through. And then we get to, you know, pray over them, speak words of life and encouragement over them four or five times a week in our driveway. I mean, like talk about magnetic, like ministry. It's kind of, so instead of, it's just, it just, it's a blessing both ways, you know? Yeah. So it, to, to, to us, what we're doing, especially, is, especially now that we're going to make it an organization of five one two, I want to create a platform and a platform of those connections to happen. And so that's the big idea. That's the big idea. There's an app and all the stuff, right? Yeah, <laughs> but yeah. the big idea is the platform. We'll see how that goes. That's just kind of in the back of our head. But for now, it's it's what we're, Macy and I are, are doing. And we've been doing it five months, but now we're, we're making it like more official. There's going to be more times and all that. And you've, yeah. seen some, you've seen some cool freedom brought from this, correct? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know... It's, it's some. I mean, it's it's, like, it, it, it's something that you guys actually can see, right? You get to see that person probably, probably a shift yeah, during that amazing. call a little bit. Yeah, it's amazing, you know. And we get, um, 
Yeah, you get some of that, but then you also get fought. Like we ran into someone the other day in, in real life who we had a call with, and uh, well, we hadn't heard from her again. But that means good. Like you know, yeah, that's <laughs> yeah. We really Check. we don't really we don't really want to make people rely on on us at all. Um, you know, that's not what it's designed for. Um, but she just said, you have no idea. And she was, um, there was some marriage things and that she had told no one about. No one at church even knew yeah. that her and her husband, um, were going through some tough times. And, uh, I ran into, we ran into her the day or I ran into her the day and she said, you have no idea how well we're doing now. And she thanked us for just a lot. Like, she's like, you have no idea. I never feel like I tell anyone at church. And, wow. uh, that's not a problem with the church. You know, there's a lot of oh, things yeah. that, that could be the reason, but for sure. Um, so there's that. And, uh, so yes, it's, it's amazing. We have an amazing story, uh, personally of, um, even though we were saved and leading a church and all that, there's something that we, Nancy and I both had needed that we never told anyone. And then, um, there was always that thing. It was the still relationship. There was that cloud in the air, right? There was that elephant in the room. And it was a really small elephant, you know, and it only poked its head up from time to time, but it was there. Yeah. And we never talked about it. Yeah. And we never told anyone else about it. And then that happened. Um, it was just like this level of freedom breakthrough and all kinds of cool stuff. I'd like to get on and tell you about that whole story. That's another awesome. time. Yeah, that's great. Yeah. So, I really believe in the power of confession. I do. And I think you can get alone in a closet and confess everything in the world to God, of course, and you're forgiven easily. Um, that That's absolutely true. But there is something about the telling of the, someone in the flesh, yes. right? And yeah. what's cool with this, too, I forgot to mention, it's um, husband. So they're not just talking to me. They're not just talking to Nacy. But so in a lot of senses, we represent. Um, well, we represent a man and a woman, a yes. husband and wife, and a mother and a father. Wow. And so there's power. I I really have a deep conviction there's power in that. So it's the face-to-face, face-to-face in front of a husband and a wife, a mother, father, man and woman. Wow. And so there's just a lot of things that the Holy Spirit can connect and release when that's who you're confessing to. You know, so good. it's got nothing yeah. to do with us personally. Um, but you know, you know, that's just, there's just like, we're trying to cover all those bases. Yeah. No, that's good. <laughs> we need to have a dog in the back too. Yeah. There the you dog. go. Everybody, <laughs> everybody's coming. Have a safe time party. We've talked, we've talked no, about the possibility. We've talked about the possibility yeah. of you guys having a podcast and yep, I think that's... this would be really cool. We're not going to, spill too much about that right now but this will be something i think that people that haven't gone through one of these safe time uh with you guys will be able to kind of get an idea of what your ministry is about i think from this podcast and so i'm excited about that and yes they can get more information at josh and nacy.com i'll have a link in the show notes where where they can click on that find out more about it give and suggest suggest it to people yeah mm-hmm. yeah more than i think our some of our favorite appointments and we're primarily marketing everything you know sharing on facebook right because right. in facebook you can share other people's posts and so one of our our favorite appointments have been when somebody that 
one of our friends shared our post with one of their friends and we all of a sudden get an appointment pop up with a person that we've never met. That's awesome. And, uh, that's, that's really amazing. That's been really cool. And so, um, yeah, we, those have been the, some of our favorite ones just cause that's just kind of neat. Just like, wow, pretty cool. So that's the website for now, but it's, that's all in the midst of changing. Of course, I'll let you know when that happens, but yeah, it's going to have its own thing. It's going to have nice. its own website. Very cool. Mm-hmm. All right, yeah. man. Well, I appreciate all the right. time. This has been good. Bless uh, you guys for what you're doing. Can I what pray up? for your audience? Can yes. I pray just for the people that might be listening? Absolutely. I, have, I just want to, we talked a lot about relationships. And so I want to encourage if you're listening to this, I just want to pray over you for, um, just yeah, let's, let me pray. Let yeah. me pray for us as far as relationships. So, uh, Father, for anyone that's listening to this right now, I just th- I want to thank you first for the conviction and the correction and the inspiration that you've had in my life in the past few weeks to 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 pursue relationships that I knew needed to be better, and that you showed me that there was you showed me to pursue them, and I didn't even need to know the answer of what was going to happen or how it was going to happen or or anything like that. And so I just pray that for anyone listening to this, that they would have the same, that you would, uh, if, if anyone's being stirred in their heart right now, as far as relationship, that you would give them clarity, courage, bravery, but also your, your conviction that leads to action and your conviction that leads to hope and faith and love. And um, I just pray that you, what you did for me, that you do for others in here, whether that be a mother, father, or brother, or sister, aunt, uncle, coworker, whatever it is, an old friend, that you would give them the courage to, without needing to know the answer, but that you would begin speaking to them, their hearts if you'd like for them to pursue uh, reopening a door to a relationship. Anything that's been dead, just come back to life. But, but Father, you speak it to them directly. Um, so I just pray for increased uh, clarity to hear his voice in this time over you on, on who to pursue who to reconnect with, maybe who to uh, who to just start send that text to. It could be simple as sending a text. Um, and you can God can do a lot. Father, you can do a lot with just a simple open line of communication. And so I pray for courage and wisdom for the people tonight. And in Jesus' name, Amen. Amen. Thanks, yeah. bro.Ah, thank you. Love you guys. You too, man. All right, bye. <laughs> bye.